This is the Vent Time with Connie podcast, where we discuss topics that can be controversial or uncontroversial. Topics range from family, faith, lifestyle, you name it. No topic is off limits. New episodes released every Tuesday and Friday. All right, sit back and relax. Here is your host of the show, Connie. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Vent Time with Connie podcast. I'm your host, Connie. Um, today's episode is going to be dedicated to all fathers out there because Father's Day will be celebrated in June 20th, or is it 21st, if I'm not mistaken. So I have here with me my brother-in-law, Charles, and he's a father of two. He has two boys, and he's a wonderful husband to my sister. And um, Mr. Charles, um, how are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful. How about yourself? I'm doing awesome. So, how is your family? How is how are, how are the boys? Oh man, they are keeping me busy. <laughs> During this lockdown, I can't wait for that school to reopen so we can get back to normal. So, but they it's fun hanging out with them. Oh, okay, that's good. Um, for those that don't know about you, can you tell us a little bit about your, about yourself? Oh, okay. Well. You already started it. My name is Charles Kimaklum. I'm a Nigerian by yes. nationality, a U.S. citizen. That's the that they imitate, imitated one, but uh, we we all want to be citizens one way or the other. But uh, <laughs> I'm a Nigerian. I'm from Mimo State, Nigeria, uh, to be precise, or Bibesna. And uh, I've been in the state since 2008, and. Uh, yeah. I work at an airport currently, uh, not quite maybe my field of study, but it was paying the bills while uh, my wife was finishing up with schools. But uh, um, I got my bachelor's at Clayton State University in Health Science. Oh, okay. And uh, currently I'm working on my master's in public health at Southern New Hampshire. Hopefully by his grades will finish by the fall of 2020, 2021, my apologies. Oh, okay. So, oh, that's and uh, it's been, uh, that's pretty much about me. I'm a Christian. I'm a Catholic, yes. you know, a father of two. But I guess, uh, I don't know if I can, uh, let me let me put in one more there. She's going to be mad when I say we might have one more on the way, but hey, <laughs> seems like it, you know. <laughs> uh, hey, that that's a secret I just revealed in uh Connie Pasta podcast. <laughs> okay, uh, so there might be one yeah. on the way, quarantine yeah. baby. <laughs> yeah, that's what I call it. That Donald Trump lockdown uh after effect. Oh, okay. That's good. That's good to know. Well, um, for those that don't know, like uh when you say you're father of two, how long have you been a father now? For how many years? Oh yeah. Yo, man, I feel like I've been a father forever from my nieces and nephews to, uh, but for my own family, uh, that's since 2015. Yes, yes. So that is, uh, that's a Michael, is uh, my first son, he's a five. Yes. He's a Pisces like me, yo, let's go Pisces, uh, I'm March 5th <laughs> and he's March the 6th. Yes. That's that's my carbon copy right there. So I'm like, oh my God, all the stuff that I didn't know that I did when he does it now. Yeah. I'm like, boy, <laughs> I can't even imagine. But and then I got this adorable boy called uh, Richard. Oh yes. uh, man, that one is that's a handful too. Uh, we don't know what to expect yet, but uh, he's showing some some little troublesome attitude. But we'll be ready for him. You know, <laughs> yes. we'll be ready for him. Yes, and that one is a carbon copy of my sister. He, he, Man, he just yes. like her. Yeah. Yes, that's. I can attest to that one hundred percent. You know, but we'll see. That's a kid's change, so we're looking yeah. forward to see some of my characteristics in it. But uh, yeah. uh there's uh, there's Richard right there. He uh, was eight or nine months now. So yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's gonna be a year in August, so yeah. Affirmative, yes, ma'am. Yeah. Okay, when you found out that you were a father, were you ready for that? Man, I've been 
for me personally, I've been ready since day one. First of all, you know how culture is. Yes. I'm the first son since I didn't go to priesthood. I didn't go to the military. Yes. Might as well, uh, be a you father. know, do something. Be a father, you know. So, but uh, <laughs> it ain't just being a father, you know. Being a father with the right person too, yes. you know, is one thing to look forward to because you don't want to be a father and then take off. And 15, 20 years from now, you meet your son somewhere. They're like, hey, hey. He's like, who is this? He said, I'm yes. dead, dead now. Nah. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, um, yeah. to be a father to the right person is very vital. And uh, I yeah. was, I was, I was a little skeptical. Like, ooh, you know, something that you haven't been before. So yes. yeah. you got to have the, the wild moment. Like, oh, my God, how do I feel? It was a mixed feeling, but then... I said, I guess I I was ready for it. She was mm-hmm. ready for it. She took care of some of her, was it your nephew too, if you yes. remember? Yeah. Right now, yeah. She's so I'm some, like, yeah. she's some, that right there. Mm-hmm. Got her grip ready and me taking care of my other sister's uh, kids. Even yes. they were called that, they thought I was their dad. I said, no, yes. I'm, your, I'm a big uncle. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so I said, oh, man. Yeah. I was ready then. I I grabbed the you know to mm-hmm. the boo by the horn and we went with the flow. Yes, you know, um, like Father's Day is coming up. You know, that's what we're talking about. Everything father related. Um, and Father's Day is kind of underrated, and a lot of people don't talk about it. Or even having a father figure, not not a lot of people talk about it. Maybe because of a lot of people don't have father figure in their life. You know, why is it important for someone to have a father figure in their life? Man, that is a very good, interesting question. The um, fatherhood, just like they say, motherhood is a blessing, all that stuff. It is, it takes two to tango. Yes. So what that means is uh, you can't have this without that. You got to have rice with stew. Now, nobody eats white rice alone, you know? So, yes. so it's like nothing wrong with being a single mother or whatever. It have, nobody wants that by choice. You yes. know, but situations or circumstances could uh, prompt that to happen. So having said that, uh, fatherhood as a figure is very vital because kids uh, tend to, uh, you know, women uh, add towards emotions and there's a way they handle their kids. Yes, I know your view of Nigeria, maybe Nigerian families are different, but, you know, for the, for, for the most part, you know, in the yeah. world, you know, women are, are this, you know, very soft with their kids. So, but with a man in the home, and when the kids trying to do something, and they say, "Your dad," when I tell your dad, you know, you're gonna be in trouble. They kind of yes. tend to reshape and you know refocus because they don't want to get their whooping. Yeah. And for me, I'm gonna give yeah. you that ass whooping now if that is appropriate for your platform. But you know, <laughs> we just no, it's we okay. Gonna, we can it, let that one slide by. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's keeping it real with Connie, right? Yeah, yes, so yes. We like to keep of, it real you know, here. Yeah. That's right. So I'm a, <laughs> I got my work. So I don't know like I'm doing the same thing, but I, it really helped shape me yes. to an extent. At least sometimes when I remember, I said, no, I don't want to get that big kabuko. That's what yeah. we call it. He's like, oh, yeah. no. Uh-uh. So that really helps you. <laughs> Being a father yeah. helps the kids to, you know, learn be to be a, a man and you know also tell you gonna train them how to take care of a woman yeah. and you know and also they learn a lot you know kids learn a lot by what they see you do so yeah. there's like 80 like more than 60 percent of what they're gonna do is what they learn so yeah. there's uh my own stand on it it takes two being a fatherhood is very essential yeah. just like motherhood is as well Yes. Um. You while you were talking, you actually remind me of this story that uh, this video that went viral on social media. It was this father because you were talking about disciplining the child, right? Um. It was this mm. father. Um. He was basically disciplining his son. He's a grown grown son. I think he's probably like seventeen years old or eighteen. I think the son felt 
this examination that you need to, to take you need to pass for you to get into college so the son yeah, felt it you saw that video so and he was basically whooping him and because he felt like he spent a lot of money taking him to school and all those things so a lot of people went different sides with this video for me i was like why does he have to record it and put it over social media don't you think that will actually mess up the the, the boy when he when he's growing up saying that is he really is the father doing good to the boy or is he doing harm to him well uh every you know family training is very subjective yes it is uh culturally based sometimes and some are you know something that you learn that is new is like more like an emergent uh thing like coming to the states western culture yes. but and also social media has done sometimes more harm than good is yes. not everything that has to be on social media because it takes time for that thing to fall off the internet you know depending on what the message is so yes. for me the man he he spent money just like the nigerian people we trying to put you know man like trying to put you in the right school yes make sure you didn't work so it's like for me if i you told me not to work I better be ready to get the grace. But then, on the, the, another perspective of thought, if you do take, you know, turn it around, you can also feel you did, might not have asked the boy what his strengths were in yes. terms of uh, yes. career choice. It's yes. not about this is what I want you to be a doctor, you know, yeah. doctor, doctor, doctor. Not knowing that there are different avenues or career paths that you can yeah. still make money and you know live, you know normal life you know you don't have to be extremely rich but if you reach fine no no we're not setting no limitations here but at the same time you just have to be able to learn give the boy your kids chance to you know explore while they're growing with you you want to see where their strengths are and yeah. then they can focus more on it maybe you might say it's not a lucrative business but you know people's stars are different so people might whatever what you did that you didn't prosper someone else might do it and be you know very prosperous in it so there's uh my point is that he did what he thought was right but putting on social media wasn't right and i know people say hey, hey, hey. but then you can't you wouldn't know because you're not the man yeah. you don't know what it took him to get the son to that level so mm -hmm. we won't at the same time although we're reprimanding him but yes. we shouldn't also be able to think if we were in his shoes at that time because these are all subjective from my, I, I would have said that he should have put it on social media to be precise you know yes. do what you gotta do internally let it stay in the house within yes. family and they will die right there that's my yes. own take on it <laughs> yeah you made a very good point when you say as a father too as a parent you need to also allow your children to <laughs> grow like to figure out what they want to do like what career path they want to go with i think sometimes to fathers too you know they are very they are the disciplinarians in the family mm -hmm. right they believe in that yeah. tough love tough love do you think fathers doing that sometimes they lose in that connection with their children because their children will end up scaring them instead of actually having that mutual respect and building building that connection with them do you think that makes children kind of feel disconnect with their fathers well from an educational standpoint, like learning about social theories and stuff at school and stuff, there is a disconnect that comes with it. But uh, there's when too much science is involved. But yes. I believe in when you're raising kids, when God is involved, that's the greatest scientist you need. So yes. he can he will be able because you can raise kids to the best that you want them to be, mm -hmm. and they can still fall astray. It's yes. not like you didn't put in your 100, but you things happen. Statistics like by chance, something gonna, it's gonna be, for every tribe there is a Judah, or every 12 there is a Judah, that's how they say. Yes. It might be one that would just say, hey, I don't want, I don't want this part. I want to do something else, you know? So mm -hmm. now nah, it's, it's not like a one size fits all shoe. Yes. You know, it's uh, something that you, people come together, talk about, and uh, then uh, be, build your information based off of what you learn about your child instead of just being the final voice. No, let them have a voice. Let them say their mind and listen to them. Because kids, when they see that you listening to them, not just talking, talking, 
even because I have a younger brother, Divine. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was born here, so yeah. growing with him, I'd be like, oh Lord, some things he'd be like, oh, stay, you know, grunting. Yeah. Things I might keep quiet because I was raised in a different culture. Yes, but he yes. wasn't. This is abnormal for him, but. Yes. It's something that takes time and patience. And if you don't have that patience, that's when you guys fall apart. But if you guys have patience to be able to get them back on track to how you want them to stand, not like all how you want them to stay acting, but to the, to a certain degree that you want them to, you know, act, you know, yes. know what is right from wrong, you know. Yeah, so. you are absolutely right. It takes two to tango, and um, God is the one that actually raised children, not us. Because when we try, sometimes you wonder. Some parents say uh, when their children decided to go astray or maybe choose this um, um, drug life or stuff like that, like those thug lives, and then they are wondering, what do I ever done to you? Like, haven't I raised you right? You know, all those things. Sometimes it's not the parents' fault. Sometimes if a child is gonna walk astray, there's nothing really you can do. You can only commit no, it to God. You can only commit it to God to guide your children, you know, because hopefully what you are telling them, they will assimilate it and actually put it in practice in their daily life, you know. So this, you know, we cannot do this on our own. God has to be completely controlled in everything. Okay, um, there's this other story that I found um, that went viral also on social media. It was about this um, actress, Ngozi Ezon. Ngozi Ezon, for those that don't know, is a Nollywood mm-hmm. actress. She's well known. She's an elder. She's one of the legends of Nollywood, right? So mm-hmm. she, there's this story about came out where um, her daughter was getting married. And then the, the Ngozi Zonu's ex-husband, because they are not divorced. Uh-huh. And he did yeah, he went he did a video or was it a statement and he was not afraid to show his disapproval, his frustration that he wasn't involved in the in the wedding of the child, of the daughter. And he also stated that in, as an Igbo man, as our culture, there's no way you can a woman will get married or anybody will get married without you as the father handing her over to her husband. So she, he said because he wasn't there, that marriage is void. So um, a lot of people, of course, took sides. A lot of people think, oh, why was it? Why wouldn't the child involve him? And then other people was like, maybe he wasn't a good father. All those things. It begs me to ask this question: Do you think there's anything that a father would do or not do that will make him like that will warrant him losing his rights as a father when it comes to his children well like we stated earlier fatherhood is not just about gender being a biological father because you can i can i can give birth to michael but maybe somebody else might take care of him that's who the actual father is giving birth is what we do as humans but training is where the fatherhood lies on so if the man wasn't present in the child's life while he or she was growing so definitely it will have a great impact on the choices that that child makes you know in terms of maybe getting him informed whatever their plans are in life or whatever they try to do so maybe from i haven't read the whole story but from a brief synopsis of it it's just like they he wasn't involved in that child's life yes and maybe there was a big disconnect between him and the mom and that caused the mom to like take him as a forgotten alternative like the economics people say when church was made so he's like we're gonna leave with or without you so now he's not that's our culture when the girl in is good you have so many friends you know when the going is bad all your friends will disappear this is just the same scenario that happens when things were tough maybe he left or he divorced or whatever they got going on but now because now the name wedding he's trying to bring his uh, position as the father yes okay that is one one part of it the other part is to me if he's still the biological father you know it wouldn't take nothing as the i'm not a woman but if i was but I would have said, just let inform him, accord him just a little respect, even if it's the last one that yeah. you're going to give to him, except yeah. that. But this is something that happens once in one's life. Yeah. So why don't you, it would have been more appropriate if she had went and informed him about the decision. Because 
Igbo culture is very strong. It takes time to change. You know, yes. if you all know Igbo people, yes. for people listening, <laughs> oh my God, if you're married to an Igbo person, my wife even tells me I'm very stubborn. I said, thank you. I'm that Igbo. He said, you're a typical Igbo. But I said, to a certain degree, because if you let your guys there, you are in trouble. Yeah. So, but at the same time, you can also do a plus or minus, add and subtract when need may, you know. Yeah. So, I'm saying that, um, I'm, I will say that to say this, she should have done a little bit better. I'm not, you know, trying to side the father i don't know what the deal is with them too yeah. but uh just their information just they giving their little call their respect like hey that i'm doing this because it's more appropriate in our culture for a man to hand over not yeah. just an uncle but if they if they had an uncle that took care of them since their father wasn't around or doing something else so I won't blame that lady as well. So it's not like I'm supporting either or, but these are the, I'm basing on facts or what could have been through. That's what I'm saying, what I'm saying. So Yeah, you're right. I mean, we don't know the full story. It's just a snippet of what we, of what happened. You know, we don't know the whole thing, but maybe she invited him and he was asking for something more. That's why why they have to count him out. So we don't know what it is, but we know there's a disconnect. We know that, the relationship both of them have, I don't think is a good one, you know. Well, um, being a, a father figure also comes from you being a good husband, you know. So I want us to talk about husband role in, a, in the family, you know. You know, times have changed, you know. In, in back in our parents' age, the father or the husband would just get married, you know, the woman are considered as the property, you know, or she would do most of the house choice, you know, just woman, give me food, woman, do this, you know, they will impregnate the woman, but the woman will take responsibility of everything, you know. So in this our in time generation, maybe things are changing a little bit, maybe not too much, but it's changing a little too, a little bit most men are now involved in their children's life, like not just only providing money, dropping money in the table, or just getting the woman pregnant. That's it. They're involving with helping them out. Some even bath, you know, their children and even take them to school, you know, those nice stuff. So things have changed, changed. But some people also believe that doing a man doing house choice, you know, is not right. It's not man-like, you know. So do you think a man or a husband should contribute to house duties or a husband role should only be to provide money. That's it. Mm. You know, that's a, it's not a, it's no more a hard question now. You know, a change is the only thing constant in nature. So, yeah. uh, and it all comes with the ecological level, like in terms of where are we now? It is like the 21st century. Yes. Back in Nigeria, what <laughs> women did were just to sit at home, didn't follow their career path, yeah. just gave birth to kids and trained them and cook for the husband and be a, 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 a what I say, a wife, wife all through. Yeah. And a man would just bring the food, money, and put it like you said, set it on the table and you know, keep it moving. Yes. But times have changed. So, with the change, gives birth to a you know buckling up a little bit, you know, yes. from my own personal experience and things. My dad had been here for over 33 years. So uh, learning from him, when I came here and I saw him uh, finish eating and took some of his dishes and went and washed it up, I'm like, okay. Yeah. Man went back in the kitchen and I made some grease. I said, oh, wow. You know, <laughs> I said, that's some good stuff right there. So even my mom was like, sorry. Uh, go do this, uh, sorry, please help me make that uh, oatmeal. You yeah. know, in our language, you know, something like that. And he yeah. would go and do it. You know, so now, and he didn't just started doing it, but maybe get married to uh, maybe uh, somebody else prior to or whatnot, how they have taught him how to, you know, come down from that high horse yeah. and that is not a bad thing altogether because yeah. it still gives you more flexibility just in case now nah, no woman will do shakara if you know how to cook if the lady says she no one cook for you i didn't say just cook and don't say nothing you can go in now you won't starve now you go there and tidy something and eat yeah. you know but uh the whole point is this it is not bad for a man to be involved 
in uh, the daily chores because that's the division of labor, you know. Is the you gotta is the best thing because it's not like you divide any fifty fifty or having a percentage. But if you feel like you know, don't don't be that that person that waits till somebody falls off before you ask them if they need help. That's true. Go yeah. and help her. If you see them struggling, hey, you may cooking something, say, Do you want me to maybe hold the baby or do this? Not like they hold the baby and one leg in the kitchen, one leg <laughs> with the baby, are you there? <laughs> watching uh season 24 which is like my favorite movie i might watch it and be like turned out of this world like what's yes. going on you know yeah. but it's it's something you have to do together together you know when somebody is dead you got once you do it together it won't be too much anymore that thing that was big but when you you know true can do it you know when you bring y'all come together you can uh, be more of an ally and do it. you know i did i've been doing it before even when my mom would be like ah, just hey man i said that one that is okay it's not this is yeah. something i learned from living with you guys it's, yeah. not, it's not like i'm taking credit for it i learned it i saw that this is normal and yeah. uh, so i said you know what i guess if i had to make my last the way how long you guys on has lasted I guess I got to have to change some things about how I perceive things now. So, which is what I did, and that's where we are today. So, there's nothing wrong with the man being part of it. Even I had to teach my in-law. He got here newly. I said, my brother, you got to buckle up. Have this car sit in your car. Yes. You pick Monday through Wednesday. She will pick it Thursday through the rest of it. You know, yes. it's yes. not like uh, sit. Uh, uh. The man said, uh, "I said, bros, you have to learn uh, one way or the other." You yes. know, but uh, he's learning, and but he's a step. And then the woman also gotta be patient, especially if you marry somebody that just came to Nigeria from Nigeria newly. Yeah, you gotta be really patient with them. It yes. takes time. If you really want it to work, you just gotta be a little patient so that they can come down for me because ooh, our ego is still there regardless. <laughs> you know, especially fresh. They say, ah, where is this thing ever done? But hey, my brother, welcome to the United States, <laughs> the land of the free <laughs> and the home of the brave. If a woman is there, you marry us. She go do this work, yeah. do 12 hours, even 15 hours, come back. I say, I can say, bring, uh, bring me food. She, she will look at you and laugh and go and sleep. So, and the fool, where they there? Where they put your leg? So, uh, you know, yeah. the leg is there. So you just have to know when and when to ask. But that won't stop them from being a woman, a wife to you. But you just don't be too much of, you know, be too demanding to be, yes. you know, exact. So yeah. uh, you can just live here, please. It's not rocket science, you know? Yeah, you're right. You know, patient is a virtue, you know, understanding each other and working together as a team. That's the most important thing in marriage. So it's not about you didn't do this, you didn't do that. It's all about what do we need? You know, what do we need to do to accomplish our goal? Um, mm -hmm. I'm going to ask you another a random question, you know, because since we are talking about husband role, you know, I saw this also on, on Facebook, this post, and someone was saying, uh, why is it that most evil man or African man do not call their in-laws often so do you have an answer to this question <laughs> uh i mean I, c I can talk from a subjective perspective and all yes. that stuff you know it depends on what the ordeal was prior to you yes. know uh and also the amount of communication or how you know for me i call my mother-in-law more than i call my father-in-law even when i call when I call him up, he'd be like, wow, he gonna, he gonna, you know, blow some trumpet as I saw, oh my God. After <laughs> I see you now, you know. Yeah. It's like, it's more like the person that checks on you is who you tend to check back on. So, yes. but uh, Nigerian fathers, now, at the end of the day, my way that is your right. But yes. you don't know if the person is dying, the in-law. Yes. So, you, is, you have to still check on them, just like your your mom or your dad can just pick up the phone and check on you, not only when waiting for you to check on them, because yes. you can't do that. Even in this, uh, with this unprecedented time now, you, nobody can just say, oh, Oni, you haven't called me. Eh? I'm waiting for you to call me. You don't even know if Oni made it back 
safely or not. You yes. don't know what's going on with their family. So from yeah. uh, from my own perspective, is it's not being uh, evil per se. It's all about the relationship and, yes. you know, which can also be worked on. You yeah. know, it's a process. It's mm-hmm. not something you light up like this and in a twinkling of an eye, everything is normal. Yes. But uh, everything comes with uh, time. Here's all wounds and time makes things a little bit even better. But uh, And then persistence. You got to keep trying to do that. Checking yeah. on them and telling yourself it's your duty to check on your in-laws uh, and vice versa. Yes. And with that, think, uh, I know nobody perfect. Nothing is perfect about this whole thing. You yeah. can, but you just trying to do your best. Yes. And while you're doing your best, the other party should also know that you're trying. But if they don't see that, if the yardstick that they're using to measure you is mm-hmm. more than your shoe size, there is trouble. So. Yes. Uh, but once they query that okay at least you are attempting to you're trying to that means you may, there is a pro- progress is being measured right there that's mm-hmm. a, that's how I see it. the the will to try yes you're absolutely right you you said it all like you said it perfectly both of them have to work on that relationship because um this relationship wasn't like a uh, it's not something you were born into it was based yes. on association based on relationship it, getting married is is an in-law now it's not like yes. it's your dad the yes. way but now you gotta get in, in your mind that your your in-law is also yeah. In our language, we say mother one there. Yeah. So that means they are they are also family. Yeah. So once you get that in your mind, you start mm-hmm. acting towards that. But if you haven't put it in the back of your mind that they are family, or maybe it's your duty to check on them, uh, come even it takes only Jesus to come down before you make the call. So, that's true. Yeah. But other than that, it's yeah. it's, it's, a, it's something that is workable. Okay, that's good. Well, I'm going to give you the last word now. Like, what would you say to a young man in his 20s that just found out that he's going to be a father and he's debating in his mind, am I ready? Should I deny the responsibility? Do I have what it takes to be a father? What would be your advice to this young, troubled mind, um, this young man? Uh, I will just use a little pigeon here, you know, permit my platform. Uh, hopefully your viewers or your listener can understand. Yes, you get to work. be ready, you know, <laughs> uh, whether you're ready or you're not ready, because you can't run, you, you, even as you they run, your shadow, they chase you, because you, you can't run away from your trouble, you have to stop, take a point, you know, just meet it, you know, face to face, you know, it won't kill you, it will, yeah. can only make you stronger, what it can do to you is delay your ambitions or your goals but yes. it won't stop it so the people think that are uh, running away from it you know will make you get this get there i mean you have to admit that you did it yeah it wasn't you were you weren't considered it didn't happen you know be joseph and mary so <laughs> there was that there was an event that caused the you know result. Yes. so yes. that means you're too you too did it so you yes. shouldn't be running now when they yes okay so yes. now you have to stay and so for young uh young brothers if you ever find yourself in a situation maybe unprecedented however you can call it but nothing happened by chance you know it, it happened that it happened so you just gotta man up uh, even think of no abortion. If yeah. it's there, it's there. Yeah. You know, I don't support that. All you gotta do is just you just have to tighten up your horizon, your grounds, and try to live up to it and be a man. Because the, that child, you don't know what he or she is gonna be in future. So you gotta show responsibility, more, you know, and just be a man, not just. And then it also helps the lady to show that, that he has somebody strong because now if you take if you run she might have a bad uh you know mindset about men that yes. all men are like that or whatnot so it would be a big so you just gotta you know put your feet down see think the deed has been done yes. accept it if you want to talk to people that have been there already mm-hmm. that would be a good a good time to do that because at that time you're confused and when you're confused 
you tend to, you know, doubt yourself and start doubting the DNA or whatever. But no, the DNA is still correct. You are the father, just like this show. In the case of so, 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 you are the father. So yes. you are the father. Like Maurice, sure. <laughs> Maurice, yeah. Yeah. You don't, you don't want to go through all that because you're going to come out to be that you are. So if you know you are, so just talk to your family. Tell them, man, uh, with a Nigerian family, it's never easy. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a whole oh man. Y'all don't want to know. It's never easy. But uh, here in America, yeah. man, at 18, you're already out of the house. So who cares what happens? Yeah. You know, but now Nigeria, you stay there until you're ready, ready, you know, before you even start moving away and stuff. So from from a Nigerian perspective, just got to find a way to get your family involved because it's not something you do on your own. You know, yes. everybody has to come together. And don't be afraid, you know, yes. whatever has a beginning will have an end. It will, before you know it, it becomes part of life and uh, you're already going into it. And then it helps you, it, you develop more quickly. You don't have to have all the millions, depending on where you are, geographically yes. speaking. Mm-hmm. In America, there is always, you know, opportunities for you to advance. Yes. I know in Nigeria, things are hard. That's why we see people denying it, yes. running away from it. Because there is no money to pay for these, uh, <laughs> <That's true. laughs> for these diapers, you know. Yeah. So this, but you know how much milk is. This man, when I go to Kroger and buy it, I say, ah, which yeah. kind of man, man? This baby needs to hurry up and start drinking one percent, or <laughs> even start drinking our pick milk. You know, I'm, <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait to for that the baby starts eating what we eat, because I can save me some money. You yeah. know, so what it does yeah. to you, it slows you down from maybe you plan on building on this, being a doctor at 30, being at this. It just, just add maybe four plus or four or five more years on it. You mm-hmm. know, you, you can still complete what you plan on doing, but you're just going to linger a little bit. Mm-hmm. If you stay focused and still know what your end game is, you will come out victorious. You too can do it. So. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You know, just to add to what you, because you said a lot of things, just to add to it is um, just make sure whatever you're doing, every consequences, there's a, there's a, every action, there's a consequences. Yeah, yeah you know? Newton's law of uh, motion. Yeah, the third yes. for every action, there's equal and opposite reaction. Yes, yes. yes. So make sure, mm-hmm. just know that there's good and there's bad. And a baby is a blessing. It's never a curse, you know. Hopefully, it's, it's not, not a curse. It's, yes. not, it's not a curse. It's a blessing. You know, it's not a curse. It's a blessing, you know. Yes. At that time, you might not know, but when they start calling you Papa, that day, like my son, be like, Daddy, I say, oh, boy. Yeah. Dad, you said, uh, he, he catch me when I lie. Because I told <laughs> you I'm going to take him to somewhere in Africa. He going to come to me and say, Dad, you promised to take me to, I said, oh, my God. This boy, you too, I thought you forgot about it. So it kind of keeps Keep you, you young, accountable. Keep you yeah. accountable. You know, you say, man, I got to fulfill this before yes. I get in trouble. Yes. You know. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Well, we have come to this end of this topic. Um, but um, before we end this episode, let's relax and play a game because I like to play a game with all my guests. So today's game is going to be related to Father's Day, right? So can you share two best moments you had with your sons and maybe one or two best moments that you had with your dad that makes you appreciate your dad? Oh, man. But my son, man, I remember when we went over to, you know, my mom's house where my uh, sisters that live in there. So my nieces were beating me up and stuff. My my boy, although they're bigger than him now, he stepped in and said, leave my daddy alone. He was protecting me. I'm like, oh, boy. Wow. I think I got me me a Marine right here. You know, so I'm good. I'm secure. I kind of appreciated that he didn't want no harm. Mm-hmm. to happen to me even maybe if uh sometimes maybe we maybe just having a, a normal conversation maybe our voices might go up he will come in as they stop fighting i said boy we ain't fighting we just talk <laughs> that's so our normal voice <laughs> yeah this is normal man this for grown folks we're talking about stop fighting i'm like what but we ain't fighting man. if we fight that i should put you in your room and lock you up you know <laughs> <laughs> Talking about 
y'all need to stop fighting. So I'm that that put me on my toes because I I ain't trying to do stuff that he was gonna see because yes. he would learn. So it's a uh, every moment with him, you know, a very it really melts my heart. My little boy Richard. Yeah. Uh, man, nah, the first word that he said was dada. Yeah. And the mom was jealous. I said, ah, nah, it's me now. They have to call that first. Yeah. Before they call mom, he said, every time. My kid called that. This one called that. I said, maybe the next one might call mama first. So have hope. Uh, uh, all hope yeah. is not lost. Yes. You know, yes. so they are very, every day, there's no dull moment with them. You know, no dull moment. Even like we had a nanny. Yeah. Uh, the nanny said, go uh, give him a shower. He will refuse. He said, you can't show me like my dad or you can't make this like my dad. said, this boy, you're giving me more work, man. <laughs> I pray this lady. I pray this lady to work. You here trying to make me two times too. I know, right? <laughs> but, I, but because he asked for you, he requested for you. He's like, you know what? What does it take? You define it anyway. So yeah. now I go there and do what I do. But he'd be like... Nah, thank you, Dad. I love when you buy me no grandma. I said, ah, this boy, oh no guy, you're about to put you in trouble. You better do right. Yeah. You know, so and with my dad. Man, when he, he when he took me one what was that early two thousand nine, I got here two thousand eight, yes. about February when I was looking for job and stuff. Yeah. He was, he took me and we went out, you know, cause I haven't, I didn't really know him that much cause he, he left while I was like six months yes. to the stage. So it was, I really, we just talked on the phone. My first time actually seeing him as a, an adult mm -hmm. was when I came, you know, so it's like we started building the, the our relationship. relationship again you know yeah i've been talking to you but i'm looking at him like they said that's your dad i said oh wow okay that that's you okay <laughs> and we started you know so i had to appreciate the fact that he didn't get jealous because my mom and i we already built a long time relationship yes. you know but uh, he let it all he, we were every love. Even Father's Day, like you were saying, it was hard to give him anything. Every all about Mother's Day, Mother's Day, yeah. Mother's Day. But with time, I kind of uh, learned. He just, he said, well, he pitched in something. I said, ah, you guys are your mother. I know you all love your mother. Please remember me. I said, brother, we got you, man. <laughs> yeah. We got you, you know. So he takes me out and we talk. He tells me, you know, how to be patient. He yes. said, everybody have hot temper, but at least those words that, you know, so that when he's no longer here in this earth, that I should remember so, so this, so, so that. And, you know, I appreciate him very much. And uh, he's standing by me all these years, you know, help without him, I wouldn't have been here. So he had to yes. come in and make sacrifices yes. for us to be here. So, so yeah. I really didn't take it for granted. So whatever I do, that's why I still show them love to you today. Cause uh, yeah. who would know? Who would know me if I ain't made it in here? Who knows? But uh, but well, they they made that happen, and uh, I really appreciate it. So I I appreciate every moment I go there and spend time with them, and they do appreciate it in return. Yeah, you're absolutely right. For me, the the best moment that I, I can think of that I had with my father is, and you know, you already know, my dad is a uh, he's into politics. He likes to learn oh about God. the history and Fox, everything. Fox News, huh? Yes, Fox News. So he yeah. watched Fox News, and he's a Republican. I know it's a little bit different for a black man to be there, but he is. So me and him always, I remember watching that Fox News because I really don't like Fox News, and me and him would sit down and just argue about politics, and he would give don't me. His point he would give me his point and i would give him his point and there's a time that i was going back and forth with him he looked at me was like Unyi, what are you even studying for in school are you studying law i was like laughing because yeah i was, I was like you are you just, sure you are you studying just, with biology you just because you're just a democratic guy. yeah i think I that's guess. what it is 
but he actually taught me to look things different side now so now i'm not really democrat or uh, republican i'm more like in the middle side so now i learned because I, before i was just watching cnn so now i'm able uh. to watch fox news to hear his own per, you know his point his, his perspective about things and i'm looking things a little differently now than before so even though we went back and forth it actually allows me to open my eyes and learn new things that i probably wouldn't have learned if he didn't show me that way and another thing i would remember another best moment that i had with him was on Your my dance. wedding day. Yeah, my dad. Um, I know. I know you gonna say the dance part. Mm. Yes, the dance. Yeah, on my wedding day, um, he, my dad, he, he's, he know how to boogie down, you know. And I also love to dance. So there was this time on our wedding day. So people were eating. So me and my husband were in the stage, just looking at people and being so appreciative of everybody was here for us. And my dad, everybody was eating. I think he finished eating. He stood up and then he was. There's this song that was playing. I think that's his favorite song. He just stood up and just do two step, two step, and then dance, 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 go there. I was looking at him, me and my husband were just cracking. I was like, oh my God. You can tell that he was so happy and he was proud of me too. So I was so happy that he's happy on my wedding day. So that was one of the best moments and a lot of moments too that I have with him. Me and him I go know. back and forth, but I love that man. Yeah, he's a great father. I would think too uh, that uh, if they can also have a father, father dance, not just a father, mother dance in yes. weddings there, yeah. We can all, because believe me, sometimes uh, your best buddies could be your dad. You know, yeah. it might not be your mom like the, you know, status quo had it. Yeah. But uh, you can have, uh, they could should make a little provision. If it's 10 minutes that was allotted for uh, yeah. father, son, uh, mom dance, you can, uh, son and mother dance, you can just do 5-5. Five, five. Yeah. So we all, they can all feel appreciated. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. so, yeah. we appreciate them. It's yeah. not easy to be a father. Yeah. You know, it's a blessing. Uh, the Catholics say, "Then the Papa is the jeweler." So, is the jeweler? Yes, that's what they yeah. say. Yeah, it's so quite Mother's Day. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah that's a father figure is very important. Somebody not trying to attack you guys, or then hey, they have this guy there. There's a man in that house. Yeah. Back up a little bit. It's yes. it's that protective covering that they yes. get you know even if yes. the man they would be the man though, but at least the man will try yes. you know you never know but that yes. that trying gives it gives them you know self-confidence that you care about them that you're gonna protect them so yeah and another thing i also remember back in nigeria you know there's this time the thieves that was coming to you know steal from us you know so the other night all the men were the vigilants all the men were outside waiting for this thing because the police will not help us right so people have to take matters into their own hands so the the fathers the husbands were outside not being vigilant protecting their family why the children and the wife would just go to sleep so they would stay awake and wait for the thieves with their knives or something and it's kind of scary they would do that but they are like they protect their family and that's one of the things god described in the bible too so they are the protector and the provider of their family so it's very important to have a father figure in your life because it will put things in perspective for you yeah so yes. do, do you have anybody that you want to wish happy father's day before we end this oh man i gotta let me wish myself first though yes you happy know, father's day to you yeah happy father's day boy man it hasn't been a joke but yes. we are here we are standing even you know, as a Nigerian, uh, we had an issue where I'm currently working, got laid off and stuff, you know, yes. because you've been uh, that same half mentality of Nigeria that is in me. I'm always used to go getting it, you know, and yes. if I'm not getting it like that, oof, I feel like something wrong. But yeah. it's nothing wrong, but it's a feeling that yes. that comes from the egocentric part of being a man, a Nigerian man, but... Uh, but I had to learn to accept things the way they are because uh, uh, what can I do? Am I the only person? They're talking about millions of people unemployed yes. and you here worrying about you. You know, I'm like, oh man, I had to, you know. Yes. <laughs> so let me have a rethink about this. So I wish myself, my dad, my father-in-law, my uncle Gochupu, uh, yeah. shout out to Uncle Gochupu Charles. Uh, he's the great uh, IBM engineer guy. Without him, my coming to America too wouldn't have been possible. So I shout out to him wherever he is. You know, he's uh, he's one of my role models. You know, he's he's the one that lost uh, lost parents at the age of five. Was yeah. trained by. Wow 
by the aunt. And then uh, he would literally sold everything and he came to United States. I remember my mom selling some of, you know, her belongings to her. Then when he came, he was the pillar. He was the one that made room. He helped my mom come through. And then he brought some papers for me to, you know, like this affidavit of support. Mm-hmm. Without it, I wouldn't have made it in here. So I am, every time I see him, I always tell him, thank you. And he has been there regardless of what he went through himself. No parents, but he's been helping people. It's yeah. not you, you don't see people like that so often. So yeah, a right. big shout out to him, to the, all the fathers in making, because, hey, y'all better be ready. It's coming. <laughs> yes, it's yes. coming, coming. It's yeah. not easy, but it's, it will get to everybody. Amen. Amen. Today, I want to wish also my father, happy Father's Day. My um, father-in-law, happy Father's Day to him too. These great fathers out there, those that are aspiring fathers, those that are already fathers, or the upcoming, the ones that are expecting fathers, those that are expecting a baby person. Happy Father's Day all to everyone. Please keep thriving. And I know Father's Day sometimes can be underrated, but it shouldn't be. You know, there's a lot of bad examples out there. Please don't be that bad example. Be a good example to show people that being a father is actually an awesome thing. So happy Father's Day to all my listeners. Well, um, thank you so much for coming to the show. I had fun recording this with you. And uh, I'm glad you were able to make it. And we had a very intellectual talk. And I know a lot of people will gain um, um, a lot, we'll get a lot of information from just listening to this um, episode. So thank you so much for coming, and I hope you had fun on this podcast. Hey, I, I had fun. You know, I, I was uh, here one day when my wife was on on with you. I'm like, oh my god, girl, are you okay? But I'm glad everything went well. You know, yes. there was no interruptions. You yeah. know, and uh, with your vent time with Connie, hey, people, go check it out. Vent time with Connie podcast. Y'all go see uh, that girl is swiftly moving before you know it. (laughs) She's gonna have that one million views, man. Amen. Amen to that. (laughs) Making that money. Yeah. Come over there, take that, get some from you, though. But, uh, you know. Yeah. uh, Houston. Yeah. So, y'all keep uh, keep on checking her channel out. uh, Vent time with Connie podcast. And uh, we've been following you here. So, we wish you best of luck. Thank you so much for all your support. Well, um, we're going to end this episode. Thank you guys for listening. And I will talk to you guys more next week. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Vent Time with Connie podcast. Remember to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, or whatever platform you listen to podcasts. Please don't forget to like, rate, review, or share this podcast. Do you have any feedback or questions for Connie or any topics you'd like to discuss on the show? Connie loves communicating with our listeners. You can find her on Instagram and Facebook at Vent Time with Connie or send an email to venttimewithconnie at yahoo.com. Until next time, remain blessed.